1: Learn more at marines.com.
2: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Yeah, that's no, a good point you make, Kempe. Um Let us know your thoughts on 8883 um, and yeah, what you made of the uh, of the Rugby League World Cup, which we're going to talk to about with Drew Derbyshire. He's the deputy edit- editor of Love Rugby League up there in the UK and he joins us now on the line. G'day, Drew.
0: Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Um, I've I've just finished uh, the the wrap up here here in the UK. But I've been to 22 games in 35 days, so it's it's time for a couple of weeks off. I think.
1: <laughs> oh, you're living the dream, Drew. You're living the dream up there, mate. I was, I'd I'd trade your places. You come down here and talk to Sammy Hewitt every day, mate. It'd make my life <laughs> oh, a hell of a lot easier.
0: <laughs> mate, mate, it's very very cold in the UK and it's it's windy and and it, and it's not stopped raining for about four days oh, now. Th-
2: so, uh... No difference down here, to be honest. But
0: <laughs> that's a, that's
2: an anomaly, <laughs> eh, Kibbe?
1: It is. Hey, hey, Drew, Just on the yeah, wrapping up the um, Rugby League World Cup, the question I really want to ask is, what is the main? Um, I guess the main positive being out of the World Cup for you, and has the does it look like the International Federation are actually going to make good um, and take this this World Cup forward with more games between the next World Cups?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think the the biggest positive for me uh, coming out of out of this Rugby League World Cup is the fact that so many nations are improving now. Uh, so it's not just Australia, New Zealand, and England who were who were performing. Uh, because obviously, look at Samoa—they they were playing in the first ever Rugby League World Cup final, uh, and it's astonishing, really, when you think of how Samoa started the tournament. The, it was a sixty points to six defeat to England in that opening game in Newcastle and everyone was tipping England to maybe go on and, and win the tournament uh, or certainly rival the likes of the Kiwis and, and the Kangaroos uh, but wow, the Samoa were, were building and that's what the, the coach Matt Parrish were was saying all along that it's not about how you start it's how you finish uh, and they did very very well to, to get to the final I, I think nations like Fiji um, Samoa, Tonga, uh, Papua New Guinea They've all improved massively over the last couple of years uh, and I think the gap is certainly closing between uh, the tier 2 nations and the tier one nations if you like and I think that's big, the biggest positive for me coming out of, of the World Cup and and all the, the the kangaroos have, have won it again. But there's so many more nations now competing at the top end, and even even Lebanon as well. Uh, I've, I didn't mention them. Uh, the and and they had a really impressive uh, campaign, and and they reached the the quarterfinal stage as well. So, uh, I, the biggest thing for me was was the fact that there's so many competitive nations now, uh, and I think that's key for for international rugby league moving forward. That we do have a competitive market, uh, and not just the the big three, if you like uh, having. Tours and and test matches between those three we want to see the likes of Tonga or Samoa come over to England and and maybe do a, a three match test tour or something like that um the Tonga coach Christian wolf was talking a couple of weeks ago in one of his press conferences and he wants to to have like a pacific test match against uh, Samoa in Tonga uh, and he wants to do the same in Samoa and take his Tonga side over there as well. And how good would it be to have a proper International Rugby League calendar moving forward? Uh, I think the, the meeting before Christmas um, to to discuss the international calendar moving forward. Uh, but I think every player you speak to in this World Cup, they say they want to have more Test matches. Like playing for the country and representing the heritage is the absolute pinnacle for them. Uh, and there was so much passion on showing the World Cup. So I hope that we do get a proper international calendar because if, if Rugby League can follow the in similar footsteps as, as what the, the Rugby Union counterparts have done in recent times, then there's no reason why it can't be a, a big international game as well.
2: Drew, just um, from the Northern um, Hemisphere perspective, it's easy for us to talk about windows down here given we're all sort of on the same schedule and, and talking about Australia, the Kiwis, the island Nations. What What's the appetite for... England to get involved in an international window and when would that happen in and around the Super League? Uh,
0: There's there's huge appetite in in England. Uh, I think a lot of people get behind the English national team and and we we do want to beat the Aussies and we do want to beat the Kiwis uh, one day and and lift the the World Cup because it's been a a long time uh, between drinks of that happening. Obviously in in rugby league, in Super League, in particular, there's a lot of games that's being played uh, mm. throughout the season because obviously we've got the Challenge Cup as well over here. So, um, uh, how many get how many games are in a, in a regular NRL season? Roughly, 20, including the final
2: twenty. Well, there's twenty five regular season, then obviously yeah, you've got you know four or five finals weeks, so upwards of thirty yeah. games.
0: Yeah, so so in Super League, you, you could, for for some of the the top teams who, who will be more than likely reaching the finals, then. We're, we're playing about 37, 38 games, I think, wow. uh, by the end of the season. So it's it, it can be a hell of a lot of games for, for the players. And, and obviously, we want the players uh, to have a healthy off-season as well. We want them to, to obviously have the rest that, that they deserve after a long off-season. So I'm not sure about the way that we go about it. Uh, but there's a lot of appetite from the players and the coaches involved to to play more regular test matches. Um England have recently announced that they'll be playing uh, France in a mid-season test next year. uh, And hopefully, I think that's going to be a a regular occasion uh, moving forward. Uh, But there's also a big appetite for the likes of Scotland, Wales uh, and Ireland to to be playing more regularly as well. So I think everyone who who I've spoken to, they they want to have more international fixtures. And I think if we can get over the barrier of of the scheduling of the, the NRL and the the Super League seasons. I think uh, it can only be a good thing for for forever game. Uh, But I think it'll have to come at at the end of, at the end of seasons rather than England making the trip over to, to the Southern Hemisphere mid season or vice versa. Mm.
1: Or they, or they go to a conference, um, in both competitions, a conference set up in both competitions and play lesser games and, and open up bigger windows. That's that's what I think they should be doing. Hey, we've got a question here from uh, one of our texters, Jamie. He says, hey, guys, great show. Do they, do you think it's OK to have an Australian ref in the World Cup semi final and in the final as I, Australia had their Australian referee um, ref in there? It's a bit, always been a contentious international issue, um, Drew, when you've got uh, uh not having a neutral referee referee what's what's your thoughts on that is there being much said about that
0: no i don't, i don't think there's there's been too much said uh, look I, I think i think we, we all have enough trust in in referees these days that they're going to be, to well, be should, refereeing. Should have been sent off oh that's a tough one isn't it um at the time i didn't th- it it's, it's, it is strange because you can see which way it goes, can't you? At the time, I thought, well, if, if Harris Tavita uh, is had to leave the field, then should it have been a sending off? Because, obviously, if Samoa are having a player leave the field, should should the kangaroos, in essence? But then I, I watched the game back when I got home uh, yesterday, and I, I kind of had a different outlook on it. And I thought, well, if he had been sent off, then... Uh, I don't I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I've got I've got to sit on the fence <laughs> on, on that one. I? It's a, smart, uh, it's a yeah.
2: smart move when you got I was, to I in at, the
0: room. Yeah, I, I I was in pro- both press conferences at, at Old Trafford after the game and and they both went the way that you'd you'd expect them to. Uh, Sam coach, Matt Parish was saying that he he believes it should have been a red card although we did acknowledge that it wouldn't have made a difference to the scoreline in the end anyway. Uh, and then and then the Australia coach, Malmer came in and, and thought that it, it was in no way a red card. I think it, it depends which... If it, it, yeah, it just depends if you were in the the Samo World or the, the <laughs> Australia camp, I think. Yeah,
2: absolutely. We're talking to uh, Drew Derbyshire deputy editor of Love Rugby League. Um... Drew, a lot of um, community support here for Samoa. We've seen uh, Auckland basically taken over by uh, blue and red flags, hanging out the side of cars. Traffic's been stopped. Um, a lot of people celebrating the fact that Samoa even got to the final. But just from your point of view, you know, as a, as a, as a rugby league fan, a little bit disappointing to, to finish the tournament with such a one-sided final?
0: Yeah, and I, think, I, th- I was kind of hoping Samoa would make... Uh... Well, I, I was expecting them to to push the kangaroos pretty closely, to be honest. I, I was still expecting Australia to to win, uh, but I thought there would only be single figures in the in the final scoreline. I, look, I think the, the kangaroos we, we can. I think that they, they should be known as as one of the great sporting sides. Uh, I think they've got something. Uh, impressive, like a ninety percent win record over the last twenty years, or something like that. Um, it's a, a staggering stat, anyway. Um, so I think I think a lot more respect needs to be given to to the Kangaroos. I think uh, in England, especially, we're we're a bit envious of of Australia and just how how successful successful they they have been over the last ten or uh, twenty years, especially in World Cups as well. Uh, but take nothing away from Samoa. I mean, it's it's an almighty feat. The first ever tier, what, Tier Two nation to to reach a rugby league World Cup final. Uh, I think they deserve an enormous amount of praise, and I think the the players deserve a, a lot of praise as well because uh, a hefty amount of that Samoa side were uh, were we we're, uh, were getting phone calls and stuff from from the kangaroo and, and kiwi camps about playing for for that for those two one nations uh, a couple of months ago so but they they wanted to represent the the culture and the the heritage and the families um so uh, big raps must must go to those players um because they've they turned down obviously more money in playing for australia and, and new zealand to to represent the family so Mm. Yeah, I'm a I'm a massive fan of Samoa after this World Cup. So.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you. It's uh, how we grow the game is we allow kids to go back and play for their home home nation. Hey, just before I let you go, Drew, player the tournament for you.
0: What what do you say? Sorry,
1: who was the player the tournament for you?
0: Ah, oh, I'm a massive fan of Joseph Sueliti, uh <laughs> of Samoa. He's he's an absolute. He's a joy to watch, isn't he? Uh, he's. I mean, he's he's only nineteen. He's 105 kilos. He's six foot five. He carts the ball in like a front rower. I mean, I, I wouldn't fancy tackling him. Um, he, he, yeah, I, I've got I've got to pick him. I've, he's he's been a standout in most of the games I've seen. Um, obviously, Joey Manu picked up the the golden boot award. He's had a, a terrific tournament for the Kiwis, and, and he was good in in mid season as well. James Tedesco, I'm I'm highlighting all the full backs here, Anna, but. He's, he's, the fullbacks is is the number one position at the minute. So, uh, from an English point of view, George Williams did very well as, in in the World Cup uh, as well. But yeah, and I've got to go. with Joseph Sualeti. I, I thought it was it was terrific. And and I I, I I try and watch as many NRL games as I can. And I've, I've seen a, a handful of, of games that Sualeti's played in. But he, in this World Cup, he's I think he's kicked on to another level. He's he's been great.
2: Yeah, awesome stuff, uh, Drew. Really appreciate you joining us and, and helping us out throughout the Rugby League World Cup. Let's hope for a few more uh, international games in the future, so that we can uh, we can keep chatting a little bit more often. Thanks for coming on.
0: Oh, all, all the best, boys. It's it's been a pleasure. All World Cup. Have a good one.
2: Take care, Drew. There you go, Drew Derbyshire, there, uh, deputy editor of Love Rugby League, just wrapping the uh, the Rugby League World Cup.